0: Hello, party person, and welcome back to the Manifest Edit Podcast. I hope that your day has been just delightful like mine has. And you know what? I hope I intend for the rest of your week to be delightful too. In today's episode, we're going to be diving into something which is a crucial piece of manifestation, and that is trusting yourself in order to manifest your extraordinary life and in order to bring your desires into reality, you have to trust that you are capable of making it happen. In my five step framework for aligned manifestation, the vibes method, the final step of that is surrender. Although I often say to people, it's the first step and it's also the last step, you know, it's kind of like a cyclical thing. But one of the key components of surrendering is trusting the universe and trusting yourself. And for many people, trusting trusting themselves may come naturally, more naturally than others. So I want you to know that no matter where you are on on your journey with your relationship to yourself, it doesn't matter because it can always be strengthened, it can always get better. And that really can have such a major impact on the way you manifest your desires into your life, the way you interact in your relationships, the way that you feel in your career, in your job, that you feel with your family it it really does trusting yourself really does change everything so that's why i'm going to be giving you some key things to think about as we we explore this idea of trusting yourself and believing in your brand your unique brand of magic and on the topic of unlocking your inner magic i am so pumped to announce that i have two spaces open currently in my one-on-one jesus losing my voice here coaching program, The Manifest Edit Mentorship. So if you've been feeling called to go deeper into your healing and transformation journey, I would absolutely love to support you in making your dreams a reality and in shifting through those limiting beliefs so you can show up as the most authentic, alive, and empowered version of yourself. You can find out all the details of the Manifest Edit Mentorship by heading to the links in the show notes. Links, just there's just one link, link in the show notes, and um, there's a link with all the details and how to apply in there as well. As with all my work, one of the most special things about this program is. focusing on both the conscious and subconscious parts of mindset work and manifestation, which means that not only do you get to go through the spiritual practices, which are going to have just an incredible impact on your life, but it means that we get the chance to do one-on-one practices as well. So you'll get things like a custom hypnosis and soul work that you can do in between our time together. And it just really is this really beautiful blend of spirituality and strategy that uses both parts of your mind to really add that balance that you're looking for into your life. So as I said, you can add to the link in the show notes to find out more and apply for one-on-one coaching with me. So in life updates this week, oh, oh, oh my goodness, your girl is bruised. And I didn't actually know that I could bruise like black and blue okay not so much blue but actual black bruising I didn't know my skin could do that because I've I've never had bruises like that before and I was trying I wasn't trying I was succeeding in doing a hip hold yesterday in pole and and you'll just have to like look up the images to kind of understand because I don't (laughs) I don't know how accurately I could describe it basically you're upside down and your legs are in a straddle position and you're holding on through your armpit and your hip and your arms are pointed and your legs are pointed it's it, i don't know like i can't really visualize from that description but maybe <laughs> you will be able to do better anyway it just puts a ton of tension on your thighs and i could oh, there's one video i uploaded to instagram as well and you can hear the squeaking as the poles like rubbing down my leg and that was i was incredibly intense <laughs> i've never experienced like a pain like it not that it was like the most painful thing that I've ever experienced but I've never experienced a sensation like that before and then what's worse is obviously you want to master and perfect the move so I was just getting back up there building on top of it and then I came home and I had this like massive black bruise on my leg and I was like oh my goodness I don't think I've ever seen my skin look like this before it's like that time when I went to Vegas I don't remember like eight years ago or something and my nose was just like really crispy and dry and flaky and i was like what is happening and it was my skin was peeling i didn't like i was what i was 20 and that was the first time i'd ever experienced my skin peeling i was like what is this am i breaking <laughs> so when people are like to me oh black people don't need to wear sunscreen i'm like listen you don't know what i saw what i have witnessed and and yeah so i'm the kind of person who i wear sunscreen every single day even if it's raining outside because that that shit was scary. That shit was real scary. So yes, I have been have been going ham in pole and it's just is is it's a journey. And the funny thing about it is more than any other sport that I've experienced, it's so much a mindset game. So for example going upside down like you can watch someone doing it but until you're standing at the bottom of a pole and you're like okay I need to turn myself upside down and basically deny everything that gravity says is right and good and, it, and you have to give yourself like a real a real pep talk in a in order to be able to do that so the first few times where I'm inverting I would start I would honestly stand at the bottom of the pole and like you're so powerful, you can do anything, you can do this, whereas now I get to the pole and all I have to do is like position myself in the right way and I don't even think of like you could fall on your head and this could be really bad, which is great, this is great news. Also in developments in my life, I have just been feeling a lot like more grounded mood-wise sleep is really important to me and I've mentioned on a few podcast episodes that I have been having like kind of in and out sleeps and it's just been kind of fucking with my flow a little bit and I feel like I'm getting back into healthy sleep habits which which is just it's just it just makes so much difference in my life so talking about making difference in your life what well, perfect segue for today's podcast episode and I just I want to share a little bit about my journey with trusting myself because like as you, as you saw with the pole dancing, I'm, I'm still on this journey of learning to trust myself. But what I can say is the way that the relationship that I have with myself now is so different to the relationship that I had with myself six years ago, even five, four years ago. And a huge part of that is this journey I've been on of relearning how to trust myself. Especially as someone who experiences chronic illness, mental illness, uh, specifically anxiety is something that I still deal with today, not so much depression anymore, but in the past I, I experienced depression. And, and it kind of have to relearn how to trust yourself after those things, because your mind will just be throwing up all kinds of thoughts. Okay. Not pretty ones either. And at that time, when you are in the depths of your depression or you're in the depths of your anxiety, or even with your chronic illness, you really believe that that is your actual reality. Like you really believe those thoughts are true. So when I was, Massively struggling with depression and anxiety, and I kind of developed this ag- agoraphobia, and I felt like I couldn't leave the house. Like, I literally felt like that was true, that that was my reality. And so, to then be in a place where it's like, no, it, it's fine to go outside, or no, people aren't talking about you behind your back, or no, not everyone's staring at you, or no, you're not gonna fuck, like, you have to essentially build your reality your perception of reality up back again from from the ground so sharing this episode with you I'm I'm kind of coming at it from that place and I want you to know that I don't know maybe you're someone who thinks that like oh she's just always had her shit together if you think I put it together at all but maybe you think that it's always been this way for me and I just want to let you know it absolutely hasn't again also dealing with my endometriosis which was undiagnosed for seven years and throughout that entire seven years up until that last year and I moved to Australia and I was investing in private healthcare. I was continually continually gaslit by doctors and I did record an episode about my my journey with endometriosis and getting diagnosed and all those things I went through I can't Remember the episode number off the top of my head, but if you just type in the manifesto endometriosis, it will come up. And so I was continually getting gaslit by doctors about my pain and it not being as, as bad as I thought it was or this pain just being a normal part of a woman. Come to find later on, not only did I get diagnosed with stage four, stage four endometriosis, I was also later told that the pain that you experienced in an endometriosis flare up is actually worse than the pain of giving birth worse than the pain of giving birth and people are like just pop a paracetamol wow so there was a lot of, of of trusting myself forgiving myself and 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 really healing a lot of the thoughts and belief patterns that had become my reality and that's a journey that i'm still on today even though i wholeheartedly love myself and i have a deep level of trust in myself I think you can always trust more you can always you can always love more you can always heal more so I never want to say at any point in my journey like this is it this is as far as I need to go because I know that that there is no limit on on growth and development and if you're someone who listens to this podcast then I believe that that we have a similar vein of thinking too so the reason why trusting yourself and believing in your brand magic is so important for manifestation is that you have to believe that you have the power to manifest your desired outcome and you also have to believe that it's your responsibility because if you don't believe that it's your responsibility or you believe that it's it's on your boss whether you love your job or it's on your partner whether or not you have a good relationship or it's on your personal trainer whether or not you hit your weight goals then i'm sorry to say this in fact i'm not sorry at all <laughs> But you're not going to get very far. So you really have to believe and own your magic in order to manifest to the best of your ability. So one of the things that has really helped me on my journey with trusting myself and it's something that I just impress upon people all the time is keep your promises to yourself. And the first time I heard this, I think, well, the first and only time I heard someone say something like this was Ed Milet on the Skinny Confidential podcast. And I don't remember what his exact wording was because it was a few years ago now. But what I do remember was he was talking about, and I think this is something actually Lauren from the Skinny Confidential talks about a lot as well, is the importance of keeping those small promises to yourself. So, you know, you get home after. A long day and you just want to order a takeaway instead of cooking food or you said that you were gonna go to the gym but now you can't really be bothered and it can wait till another day these are all just like small little ways that you erode your confidence without realizing because you are indicate to yourself indicate to your subconscious mind that you are not a person of your word and it's so important to to keep your word to yourself so i'm not saying every single time that you have to do exactly what you said you're going to do because there are those some days where we're like oh i was meant to do that today and i didn't get around to it or i didn't actually take everything off my to-do list today i'm not saying that if you if you don't do that that you're doomed to fail but what i am saying is more often than not you should be keeping the promises to yourself and if you find that you're on the other end of this spectrum and more often than not you are defaulting on the things that you said you're going to do that is sending a signal to your subconscious mind. So of course, when it comes to things like manifesting change or manifesting a different reality or creating more balance in your life, you're not going to believe in your ability to actually do it because why would you believe in your ability to do something big when you can't even do the little things day to day? And if you're feeling called out at the moment, <laughs> that's okay because I know that this that some of the things that I say can be triggering and i even trigger myself sometimes when i'm listening back and i'm like oh i said that and am i doing that right now with this i am but you know some sometimes things shift and you have to constantly be checking in with yourself but if you are feeling triggered by this right now then that's good because that is giving you a point to work off of and if you're feeling frustrated you're feeling annoyed good now is your indication to move out of those feelings by keeping your promises to yourself. Keeping your promises to yourself is just one of the most beautiful things that you can do in, in building up your relationship. So I think that is the perfect place to start on this journey of, of trusting yourself. Building off of that, make time to connect with your spell. Connect with your spell. <laughs> connect with yourself. So what I mean by this is actively spending time by yourself, not just like, oh, I have a blank moment. I guess I'm by myself right now. It's intentionally making that time alone to do things alone, to be alone. So if I have um, had a super busy week and then Sunday is usually like my special day because I'm, I'm not doing any work at all on Sundays. I'm usually not working out on Sundays. I don't have any responsibilities at all. And so if my friends invite me to do something on a Sunday and because I've had a busy week doing everything else, I haven't really had that much time to spend by myself, I won't do it. Even if it's something that I really wanna do or sounds really fun, I know that I just need to give like a bit more time to myself and check in where I'm at with myself before committing to giving my time and energy to other people. Now, if you're someone who feels like, well, how am I supposed to get time for myself? I have kids, I have a partner, I have this, I have all these people that rely on me or that need my attention too. Give yourself what you can manage. So in uni, I used to need, literally in the middle of my lectures, I'd be like, why am I here? Why am I doing this degree? Especially my master's. I really enjoyed my undergrad, but my master's, it was a really challenging time for me. And to reclaim that time for myself, I would Go to the bathroom and sit in the bathroom for five minutes. And, like, people probably think I'm doing a shit in here, but that's fine. And, and we just sit there and take a moment to just get grounded and to feel calm and to give myself that time. So if you are busy at home with the kids or you have other commitments that you feel like it's so difficult right now to take time for yourself, just take five minutes here and there if that's all you can honestly manage at the moment, but ensure that you're being honest with yourself, not just that you feel uncomfortable sitting with yourself because there is a difference. Listen to your body another huge part of trusting yourself is listening to your body, something I absolutely learned from my journey with endometriosis and it's something that I'm still, I'm still coming to grips with because there are times when I just want to do so many things and then I might have an endo flare up and my body's like, this is not here for you today and I really just want to push myself to do it and, and it's frustrating, you know, I'm, I'm a young woman I'm a young, young woman in my 20s, a young woman in my 20s, I'm, I'm an active person, and then to be, there are days when I, I, I physically can't walk from the pain, and it feels really upsetting, not because of the pain, but because of all the things that I want to do, and I can, and that's really frustrating to me, so listening to my body is something that I am still on a journey with, because I want to do all the things, and I have to realize that sometimes I just, I just can't, and Another thing that I found was on the times where I would ignore my body and I would push myself past my capabilities, there would more often than not be consequences. So I would push myself to go to work when I was barely holding it together for myself in my own body, like dragging myself out of bed in all this pain. And I would know that I needed to take that time off and and i just wouldn't do it and i remember a few years ago when i was employed by um the saltire foundation and i was working for this this charity is doing communications for them and I, there was just a time where I, I just really needed a mental health break and i was just pushing myself pushing myself and i just got to this point where I was like I, I physically can't I physically can't do it and it was manifesting not only in the mental pain that and the mental anguish I was experiencing I was also getting headaches which is something that happens for me is if I'm ignoring symptoms it manifests in other symptoms so maybe you can notice areas of your life where that's happened where you have and you've what's the word Re- I don't remember the word okay but but it's basically like when you ignore these signals can you notice it manifesting in another area coming up and it coming out in a different way so now I have a lot better relationship with this I do I do prioritize rest a lot more than I used to there are some times where I still push myself but I've gotten so much better at it and I think yoga has a huge role in this as well because since the beginning of the year I go to yoga about five days a week and I am not the most flexible person and in some of the yoga practices it does require a certain level of flexibility. So although there are some asanas poses that I want to go the full range of motion in and I want to push myself and I want to challenge myself and I want to see how far I can go. I also know that a lot of the times the advanced version of the poses just aren't there for me or even one day they will be there for me because I've done like a certain amount of warming up beforehand and my body's feeling quite pliable or I'm but then I might go to do it another day and I can't do it so it's really important to recognize my own limits even if it does feel frustrating because I am someone who's I'm I'm quite a competitive person as well so I'm always like striving striving to achieve and striving to to go more do more be more but you also have to be honest with yourself and recognize what your limits are without imposing arbitrary ones. So not imposing limits on your own greatness and capping what you think is possible for you, but being just generally being actually safe. Because if I pushed myself into something, it could actually actually cause an injury. And yes, it's physical injuries, but there's also emotional and mental injuries as well. So shift shift your thinking from Is this right? Is this wrong? To does this feel aligned for me right now in this moment? Learn how to use your voice and get comfortable with saying no. Now, if you, like me, are a recovering people pleaser, have experienced some people pleasing tendencies in the past or are still experiencing those tendencies, then this one is something that I really want you to look at. I mean, I want you to look at all of them, but this is something that particularly pertains to you if you experience those people-pleasing tendencies is that you have to get comfortable saying no. And often those no's are not gonna come from a place like, oh no, I would love to do this, but actually I have a funeral to go to so I can't, right? There doesn't need to be like that deep a reason. Sometimes a no is just a no because it's a no, (laughs) right? There are things that I will say no to and I have no particular reason other than like, "Mm, no, I don't want to. I don't need to. And I feel very empowered in my nose at the moment in, in in choosing what's best for me and also speaking up and letting people know that that it is a no. So something that I've shared before is Melbourne has a real issue with pickup artists. These are men who are I think they work with like some sort of dating coach and essentially their goal is to pick up as many women as possible, to sleep with as many women as possible, to just like, to sleep with women basically. And so they have certain tactics and lines they'll say and they'll approach you in the city and they'll, their their thing is that they'll say a few lines and then they'll try and get your number. I have this at least once a week and it's honestly it's quite irritating and you because you know what they're up to they don't mind getting all up in your personal space and sometimes you, you just want to be left alone and so I used to in these situations or even if I was at a party and someone hit on me and asked me out and I wasn't into it I'm like oh no sorry I've got a boyfriend I can't whereas now I'm just straight up like no <laughs> thanks not even sometimes I don't even say thanks if they've already been rude to me I'm just like no it's, it's not gonna work for me and I had someone who was so taken aback the other day came up to me gave me this feel I don't remember exactly what he said and I was just like okay and he's like so can I get your number i was like, no he's like no I'm like no he's like oh you've got you got a man I'm like no I don't have a man I'm just not interested and he's like what don't you even want to like see if like we could talk or I'm gonna be friends I'm like no, I don't need to. And he was just like, stuttering uhh. because it just was like, I'd gone off his script of what he was he used to replying to. I just felt so good in that moment. It felt so good. And I think it's a really empowering thing to be able to say. Obviously, if you're in a situation where you feel it's unsafe for you to do that, yes, it's still okay to lie. And and then say you have a boyfriend, like if you're in a situation where someone's like intimidating you or you feel there's a threat. I would absolutely still lie in that situation. But in situations where you do feel safe and you do feel comfortable to say so, no is a no just for being a no. And I promise you getting in the habit of standing firm in your no's and actually being confident enough to say them is a game changer, a game changer. And it's just something that has made me feel really confident in myself is is just being honest with other people. Finally, give it time. When you're not used to trusting yourself, it can take some time to learn this, which is why it's really great to incorporate practices like meditation, EFT, hypnosis, journaling. These are all things that we we work together on in my one-on-one coaching program as well. So if these practices are sounding completely new to you and you're not sure how to get the most results out of them then that's something that we can absolutely work on together because you really want to get your mind, body and soul on board with this new reality that you have created for yourself it's it's not just enough to say like oh i want this to be my reality and i want this to be my truth you have to believe that is your truth. You have to feel like it's your truth. And it has to be more than just of a mindset level of knowing what you wanna have, but having that somatic response to your somatic being of the body response to that reality is is what really begins to shift it. So one final thing I wanna leave you with is some of these things may take you a bit longer if you feel that on some level you have betrayed yourself in the past. So if you feel like you have not kept your promises to yourself on like a major level or you never make time to connect with yourself, you never listen to your body, you never use your voice, it's going to take longer than if you're someone who is a bit further along in your journey with all of these things and you've been practicing it for a couple of years. So just, just note that, that it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen for you. It just means that you need to stay consistent with it and and stay on top of things. I had an experience about 10 years ago, I would say, when I had first started blogging. Also, maybe like actually a little bit more like 11 years ago or something. When I first started blogging and I was emailed about my first sponsored post. And I was absolutely like blown away. I'm like, oh my God, someone's gonna pay me to write, which I love doing anyway, and they're gonna give me money and all I need to do is write about, (laughs) write about how much I wanna visit Turkey and how Turkey is gonna be an incredible holiday. And to be honest, like, it's something I'd never thought about before. Turkey was not up there on my bucket list. I mean, I have no feelings for or, or, or against Turkey. I just, like, I just had no feelings on it at all. But for this post, I had to be like, woo, Turkey's amazing, you should go to Turkey. So honestly, it really wasn't that aligned for my blog, but I was just like, oh my goodness. Like I was just so excited by the money that I accepted the post and and I did it. And over time, I began to realize that that was something that I had done that was out of alignment. So I did kind of feel some type of way that I had just accepted something that wasn't in alignment with me and maybe was not in the best interest of my audience. And so about... Nine years after that happened, I had another opportunity to do a sponsored post. And actually, firstly, it came around in the form of I pitched a brand that I was incredibly passionate about and I wanted to work with and be paid by them. And then, secondly, they came back to me actually a month after I had done that first post for them on my blog. And they asked me, because this was in the middle of everything that was going on with Black Lives Matter, and they asked if I if, if you don't already know this from listening to the podcast, I mean, I'm sure you've seen my podcast cover, but in case you haven't, I should mention at this point, just in case you don't know, I'm black. So glad we got that out of the way. So they asked me, listen, um, there's a lot going on right now with Black Lives Matter and we would love for you to come and write something for us um, about this. And it was something I felt really honored to have been asked to do. But also, you know, it's, it was so much better bigger than just just me and what I think is right. So when I was doing that post, I had a lot to really think about and I really wanted to make sure that I did it right this time and that the offer of how much money I was being paid for this post didn't take away from the integrity that I wanted to do it with. And so when I wrote this post, I have to be honest with you, I was a little bit nervous to share it with them because obviously they were white and I was I was a little bit worried that some of the things that I had shared had said in that post might be confronting for them. But I also didn't want to edit it because, That was the truth of the situation. That was the truth of how I felt. And that was the truth of how many of my black peers had felt and I knew this because people would literally DM me sharing their experiences and asking me how I'd I'd experienced countries as black women. And I had to absolutely do their experiences justice. So I wrote a post which was absolutely from my heart and was in such integrity with, with what I felt and what I knew other people felt. And, and they loved it, they loved the post, and it got such a great reception, and it just felt like a really full circle moment for me, that I had the opportunity to do something again, but I did it from, from a really aligned place, and you will get opportunities again at different points throughout your your manifestation journey your healing journey these things will come up again and maybe in the past you chose not to keep the promise maybe in the past you didn't take that time to connect with yourself maybe in the past you forgot how to listen to your body and you didn't use your voice but you have the opportunity right now in this moment or in all the moments to come to choose to do something differently and that's on you That is really on you, and that is how you truly begin to trust yourself and believe in your own brand of magic. Is by leaning into that magic every opportunity that you get. So, my love, that is it for this episode. And if you would like to go deeper into what we've spoken about today, then I would love to support you through one-on-one coaching. It is six incredible months with me where we're going to be diving into all elements of my vice framework for aligned manifestation and how to incorporate it into your life but we're also going to be doing the deep transformation and healing work so that you not only trust yourself but celebrate yourself and applaud yourself because you are creating living and visioning the most extraordinary life that is absolutely in line with who you are and where you're going. You can find out all the details about the one-on-one manifest edit mentorship by heading to link in the show notes. And I currently have two spots open. That's it for this week's episode and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at aphiacelter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.